Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. The second book of the Odes of Solomon, Ode 13. Look, the Lord is our mirror. Open your eyes. See them in him. Learn the manner of your faces and announce praises to his spirit. Wipe the dirt from your faces. Love how the Lord sees you and put it on. Then you will not at any time be blemished in front of him. Hallelujah. community how's it going we're glad that you're here with us today and if it's your first time know that you are a part of our family you are uh, a part of the hope dealer crew and we're so excited that you're here with us Um, if you haven't already like and share this video uh, so we can get this message of hope out as far as we can uh, today in this upcoming week Uh, whenever you watch this it's all right just go ahead and share it Um, We've seen tons of folks connect with us in these last few months through these messages of hope that we've been doing. It's been so awesome. Uh, We are in the middle of our summer adventure through reading the Gospel of Luke, and we've made it all the way to chapters 13 and 14. And now if you haven't caught up yet, you can. There's uh, there's a lot there, but you can get through and you can read it. Uh, And really, I wanted to try to do this this past week, but wasn't able to. But this coming week, I'm going to try to get in and look at some of the parables of Jesus in the past chapters that we just went through. Um, But today, um, I kind of want to bring something out in chapter 13 that'll be a little challenging, but I think it'll also uh, give us a good dose of hope today and push us to be uh, to be um, uh, hope dealers in our community and those that we connect with, okay? So we're going to start in verse 22 of chapter 13. I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible, all right? Uh, talking about Jesus. He went on teaching from town to village, village to town, but keeping on a steady course towards Jerusalem. And a bystander said, Master, will only a few be saved. Some translations uh, say, Master, only a few are being saved. Okay? And Jesus said, Whether a few or many is none of your business, put your mind on your life with God. The way to life to God is vigorous and requires your total attention. A lot of you are going to assume that you sit down to God's salvation banquet because you've been hanging around in the neighborhood all your lives. Well, one day you're going to be banging on the door wanting to get in, but you'll find the door locked. Master saying, uh, and the master saying, sorry, you're not on my guest list. And you'll protest, but we've known you all our lives, only to be interrupted with his abrupt. Your kind of knowing can hardly be called knowing. You don't know the first thing about me. 
That's when you'll find yourself out in the cold. Strangers to grace. You'll watch Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets march into God's kingdom. And you'll watch outsiders stream in from east, west, north, and south and sit down at the table of God's kingdom. And all the time you've been outside looking in, wondering what happened. This is the great reversal, the last in line put at the head of the line, and the so-called first ending up last. And so I wanted to bring this out because Jesus is bringing up the kingdom once again. Someone asked him, he said, um, there's not a whole lot connecting here. There's not a whole lot hearing. There's not a whole lot being saved. And Jesus is like, hey, listen, this really... Uh, is none of your business. You need to focus on you. And what you realize here is that Jesus, because he he basically, uh, when he starts telling this story, he starts talking about those who think they're in. He starts talking about those who um, feel like they're already at the table or who feel like they already know the Father's message, but they've missed it. And of course, he's talking to the religious leaders. And so he's using this as a teaching moment. He's, he, and, and, and this is what I love about how Jesus' interaction is. Because if you read this one way, you can see, well, Jesus is, is being very stern and angry uh, and pointed at the religious leaders, which he is, but he's also showing compassion and he's telling them, hey, listen, you guys think you know it all, but you don't. And you're going to miss out on this great, awesome opportunity, this great awesome moment in the presence of father you're going to miss out on what he's doing and and all those people that you held up in the past you're going to see all of them moving right along with with this move with this moment with this movement you're going to miss out on the kingdom because jesus when he first showed up what did he say the kingdom of god is near and he said the kingdom of god is here and the kingdom of god is here and when christ died on the cross rose from the dead and ascended to heaven it blew up it blew up to all those to show us all that it is here right it is here. The kingdom is here. And he's, he keeps saying, you're going to miss this moment if you don't catch on. You're going to miss. You're going to miss this. Remember he talked about wineskins? You're going to miss this wineskin to hold this fresh wine that is going to be unbelievable if you keep holding on. And I love how he says this. If you keep holding on to the kind of knowing that you have, because that kind of knowing can hardly be called knowing. Things shift and change all the time. And Jesus in this moment is trying to share this message with religious leaders, but I think it's important that we look at this and see that this can also apply to us today because things do constantly shift and change. There's constant uh, moments where we have to move. We have to change the way we think we know things. We have to change uh, the way we do things sometimes. It doesn't uh, make things from the past null and void, but it, but, it, uh, but it opens up opportunities to do even more. See, Jesus was trying to say, you're going to be missing out on the kingdom now if you don't open your eyes and your heart to see. If you don't let go of your old knowing. Because what happens with old knowledge that we've kept up and we've carried around. I'm not talking about truth, I'm just talking about knowledge. What happens is we make it a solid rock 
that cannot be moved. And so many times, uh, new things open up to where we have to have new knowledge. It's just like when you work on old and new cars. There's a knowledge that you have to have for old cars that won't work on some new cars. There's a basic understanding that works in all, right? There's a basic truth, but there's some old knowledge that's not going to work where that new car is now. And that goes for what's happening now. And this is my encouragement. I'm not trying to compare us all to the religious leaders in this time. I'm just trying to show us that sometimes what we do is, is we get caught up in thinking that our knowing is all-knowing. And we miss out on truth. And there's some old knowledge that we're going to have to let go of. Not let going of truth, but old knowledge that we're going to have to let go of and grab onto new knowledge, new wineskins, new ways to present truth. And so we've been forced into that, right, in the last few months. We've had to shift everything to doing stuff like this. And it could be a little frustrating, right? It could be real frustrating because we're used to doing things a certain way. But this new way of doing things doesn't diminish the truth. And if we, if we open our eyes and open our hearts, what we'll see is that this way of doing things is actually making our message go farther and farther, even to the other side of the world. And so we could do one of two things. We could either hold on to old knowledge and stay there and miss out on the banquet table that the Father is presenting to us right now to come and dine on what he has for us in this moment. Stepping into, stepping into fresh grace, fresh understanding, fresh mercy. It's so good. And I know it's hard. Trust me, I understand it's really hard hard to do. I'm not saying it's easy because a lot of it, we wrap ourselves up in so much of that old way of doing things, that old knowledge, that, that, that old understanding uh, that we think that if we let go of it, we'll let go of truth. But something that we should learn from scripture and something that we should learn from our experiences and something that we should learn from what we've uh, gained from our relationship with the Father is, is that He is fluid and constantly moving, constantly bringing uh, uh, fresh things into us and to us and around us. That His mercies are new every morning, right? And so He's not afraid of freshness. He's not afraid of newness. He's not afraid of new knowledge, right? The truth is the same but knowledge grows, right? So my challenge to you this week, my challenge to you this week is if you have been frustrated in this moment, frustrated with uh, of things shifting and changing, my challenge is for you is to open your heart and ask the Father. Say, can you speak to me? If I'm holding on to some old things uh, that's not allowing me to move forward into your freshness and into your newness and into this new wine, so to speak, then help me recognize it, see it, and help me let go of it. I think all of us in one way or another can look in our heart and see, are there things there 
the old way of doing things, the old way of seeing things, the old way of thinking about things, are there things that I need to let go of so I can see the way the Father sees them? A good example of this is, is um, I've had the last three or four vehicles that we have had has been minivans, all right? Kids, minivans is what we drive, right? And over the years, we've had a, a Dodge, an Oldsmobile. Let's go back further. I had two Dodges, then an Oldsmobile, and now I'm in a Chrysler, which is the same thing as a Dodge. And this is, in a sense, and this is the crazy thing. They're all set apart in different years. And the tools that I would use on those older Dodges won't work on the tools that I would use on the new Chrysler that I have. Uh, and then the the tools that I would have for the Dodge and the Chrysler will n in no way work on the Oldsmobile. Uh there was a way that I had to change brakes on my uh, Dodge. I remember it was red. It was a Dodge Caravan. It was red. It was a smaller one. And it was a pain in the butt to change the brakes on that because you had to have Allen wrenches and all this other stuff. But fast forward to when we got the Chrysler and it was time to change the front brakes on it. I didn't need all that. I just needed one tool. And so if I would continue to try to change the brakes on the new Chrysler with the old tools from the Dodges, I get frustrated. And what I needed to do was to step into the new and shift and change the truth. The vehicle, the truth of the vehicle doesn't change. It provides what? Uh, uh, mobility for my family to get to and fro, get food, get all that. That, that truth does not change. But there's knowledge that goes that, that I have to have for that new vehicle to move it forward, to go forward, okay? And so it, it, it's, it's like where we're at now, okay? Way things worked a few years ago, way things worked six months ago, because things are progressing fast right now. The way things worked even six, seven, even last, time, last year at this time really isn't going to work now. The truth is the same, but the way we did it, has to change and that's where we're at and i'm just going to be honest with you i the way things are shifting and changing and this <laughs> something new comes out tomorrow and uh all of this um it's hard to come into a definitive uh position on on uh how we're going to be moving forward we, we're going to have to be fluid in this moment and uh I know that's hard for some of us to hear. It's hard for me to hear. Um, but I do know this. This is what I do know. The truth of our message doesn't change. We're still talking about hope and we're still uh, uh, inviting people into our family. And that family is growing uh, beyond uh, what we were a year ago. It looks a little different, but we've grown. And um, if we're not careful... Because this is what I see happening, okay? Um, what I see happening is, is people are holding on to old knowledge and trying to fit it into what's going on right now. And, and, and how they're fighting their battles to keep it is politicizing everything, right? Um, we've politicized a piece of material to go on your face. Uh, we've politicized going back to school in this moment. We've politicized sports. We've polit I mean, that's what we've just done. Uh, even, um, even treating uh, our fellow human beings like 
we want to be treated has become politicized. And that's because we're in this moment where truth stays the same, but the knowledge and the way to do things is shifting. And it's hard for people. It's hard for people to do that. It's hard for me to do that. I hope that you recognize in your heart that it's hard for you to do that too. Um, but the message of hope that I have for you is the same message that Jesus brings. And that is, you know, the banquet table is being set and there's a seat for you. But you're going to have to let go of, you're going to have to let go of some stuff. Because you're not going to be able to see how to get there. And I know that could be a downer, but I want you to know that you can do this. It's hard, but you can do it. Open your heart and ask the Father. Ask the Father. Say, Father, can, can, can your spirit show me those places that I've been holding on to? Uh, those places that are keeping me from seeing the freshness, the newness, the place where we're at right now? Can you help me get over my critical spirit and step into the realm of hope? Can you help me be a hope dealer in this moment? I want to stop dealing cynicism and I want to start dealing hope. I want to start dealing life. My challenge for you is to do that because I'm doing that in this moment. I'm challenging myself every single day. Because it is so easy to get caught up, get caught up in the cynical mindset that has totally taken over. And the greatest weapon, the greatest weapon to bring it down is hope. And that's what we've been talking about, right? For so long. You are not a dealer. I'm telling you this right now. You are not a dealer of cynicism. You are a dealer of hope. You have truth. Deal it. Give it. Share it. Share it. You, if you're watching this right now, you are valuable beyond measure. You're created in the image of the Father. And on the inside of you lies hope. And out of your heart, that hope can come. But if you continue, if you continue to try to hold on to old knowledge that won't work on new things and new seasons, if you try to hold on to that, it's going to puff your ego up and your ego is going to speak louder than your heart. And if you want to hear more about seeing from your heart, then I encourage you to tune in on Tuesday nights to The Dwelling and hear some of the things that Lindsay's been teaching on and I've been chiming in on. She's the one that's been been sharing it. Uh, it's been really good. And it's really going to help your heart move in this new season. So hopefully, hopefully uh, you caught that today. Some of the things that I was sharing. I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm not trying to pull punches today. I'm, I'm, I'm really just trying to share some hope with you. Because uh, it's so easy to get caught in that cycle of old knowledge that creates cynicism, that puffs up our ego. And we miss out on the newness, the opportunities, the life that's right here before us that we can be giving. 
Because I'm telling you right now, the media, uh, the, the media, all, all types of outlets, all these different things, what's coming out is cynicism and, 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 and division, and the world needs to hear hope, and you have it. You, you have it right here. Let it come from your heart. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Check out uh, this Tuesday night live, 7 o'clock on Facebook. We've got the dwelling with, with Lindsay and I. Uh, we're going to continue talking about the heart. Uh, man, it's been so good. Um, hang out with us then. Wednesday, another episode of The Chosen Drops for the Watch Along. If you haven't watched the first two episodes in the prequel, go back through the comp, go back through the post and find them. You, oh, it's so good. It's going to bring life to the words you've been reading in our summer adventure. Uh, and um, this week, we'll try to post some stuff up from about th- some of the parables that, that have been in the chapters from 11 to 14. Uh, and don't forget... This week, part of your summer adventure is to read chapters 15 and 16 of the Gospel of Luke. Man, it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a day of hope, and you're a part of it. You're a part of this hope rebellion against cynicism that's all around us. You're a part of it. Thank you, guys. I love you. If you need anything, please get a hold of Lindsay and I. Message us through uh, through here on Facebook, or you can uh, go to our website and fill out the, the, the interaction there on the Facebook, or you can text us whatever you need, man. Let us know, and we'll do whatever we can to help. And if we can't, we'll find someone that can. All right? Thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.